بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد وعن عائشه رضي الله عنها انها قالت للنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم هل اتى عليك يوم كان اشد من يوم احد قال لقد لقيت من قومك وكان اشد ما لقيت منهم يوم العقبه اذا اردت نفسي على ابن عبد ياليل ابن عبد كلال فلم يجبني الى ما اردت فانطلقت وانا مهموم على وجهي فلم استفق الا وانا بقرن الثعالب الى اخر الحديث as we mentioned yesterday this is a lengthy hadith in which great detail is given with regards to the incident of taif Imam Nawawi rahimahullah has introduced this hadith in this chapter which shows the compassionate nature of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the fact that whatever persecution or hardship was meted out against Nabi Pak sallallahu alaihi wasallam by the people the extent to which Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam forgave them Aisha radiyallahu anha says that she asked Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam did they ever pass upon you a day which was harder than the day of Uhud yesterday in some detail we mentioned about the battle of Uhud and the difficulty experienced by Rasulullah Pak sallallahu alaihi wasallam in that particular expedition to this Rasulullah sallallahu responded and said that i received great hardship from your people in other words referring to the kuffar of quraish wakana ashadda ma laqitu minhum yawm al-aqaba and he said that the most difficult day in my life the hardest and the most difficult the greatest persecution and hardship that was perceived or received by rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said yawm al-aqaba was the day of aqaba referring to taif the commentary of this hadith many of the mufassirin have written that what is the link or this expression of aqaba with taif with regards to that there isn't any clear explanation but this much is apparent that yawm al-aqaba refers to the day of taif id aradtu nafsi he says i presented myself ala ibn abd yalil ibn abd kulal referring to the people that were living at taif who is meant by this ulama say hum sadatuhum that is the three leaders of the people of taif who were three brothers abd yalil habib and mas'ud these people were from the banu amr tribe as to exactly when this incident occurred there are differing opinions amongst the historians but Many of the ulama say it was in Shawwal of the 10th year of Nubuwwat after the demise of Sayyidina Khadija radiyallahu ta'ala anha and Abu Talib the uncle of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam so two two great pillars of support one outside the house that was Abu Talib and we find Allah's Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam after the demise of abu talib he was to a very large extent when when the kuffar of makkah would persecute rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam they would draw a line because of the presence of abu talib after he passed away the level of persecution against rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam became exacerbated to such an extent that is mentioned in the books of history 
The Nabi Wasallam returned home and he said, Ma asra' ma wajadtu faqdaka ya am. He said that how quickly it is that I, that I experience your absence, O oh my uncle. Because of the extent to which the persecution had increased upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So one pillar outside the house, Abu Talib. The other, the great pillar of support for Nabiya Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam inside the house, Khadija al-Kubra radiallahu ta'ala anha. On the, just after the demise of both of them, this incident of Taif took place. Where the situation became untenable in Makkah Mukarramah as a result of which Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam undertook the short journey to Taif in order to try to invite them towards Islam to establish a base in Taif by which Islam could be propagated to the four corners of the world. So he says, I presented myself to the three brothers of, uh, of uh, the Banu Amr tribe, as we mentioned, Abdiyalil, Habib and Mas'ud. فَلَمْ They did not respond positively to that which I invited them towards. So I left وَأَنَا مَهْمُومٌ عَلَىٰ وَجْهِ And Rasulullah sallam was a mountain of fortitude, perseverance, patience. As we know, he was pelted for three miles. The street urchins were set up on Rasulullah sallam. Stones rained down on the body of Nabi Apaq sallam. Yet he doesn't describe all that. He says, "Ana mahmumun ala wajhi." I was greatly saddened. In other words, by the fact that the people of Taif had not accepted his message. Fanam astafiq illa wa ana thaalib. He said, "I did not recover." In other words, from the extent of persecution that was meted out against me, I did not recover except that I reached qarnul thaalib. We know the incident, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam took refuge in the orchard of Utbah, who himself was a great enemy of Islam. But he also could not bear to see evident the extent to which the people of Taif had persecuted Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he sent his servant Adas with a tray of dates to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam entreating him said to Adas that beg him to accept this. Adas, when he presented this to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Nabiya Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, before he partook of the dates, he said, Bismillah. And when Adas heard this, he was shocked. And he said that, uh, where did this come from? And in that conversation, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked him that, where are you from? So he said, I am from, uh, from, from Nainwa. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, from the land of Yunus bin Matta. Referring to Yunus alayhi salam. So Adas was very, very surprised at this. And he said that, وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَا Yunus, That how do you know about Yunus bin Matta? So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam explained to him that Yunus alayhi salam was a Nabi of Allah. And that in fact, Nabi Abak himself is the final, last and the final Nabi of Allah. Adas was so affected by this that there and then he accepted Islam. So to some extent, the heart of Rasulullah was lightened by the acceptance of Islam from Adas. And then Nabi Abak we know the famous dua, 
اللهم إني أشكو إليك ضعف قوتي وقلة حيلتي وهواني على الناس إلى من أنت أرحم الراحمين أنت رب المستضعفين وأنت وأنت ربي إلى آخر الحديث برسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم سيد الله I complain to you of the feebleness of my strength of my lack of resources of my being unimportant in the eyes of people you are the rub of all those who are weak you are my rub ila man takiluni ila aduwin yatajahamuni am ila ba'idin malaktahu amri to whom have you handed me over to an enemy that has persecuted me and ridiculed me like this and oh my allah if I have not, not in any way displeased you, then whatever has happened, I am happy, I have accepted it in my heart. In the hadith, this dua had such an effect. Allah's Rasul says, فَلَمْ أَسْتَفِقْ إِلَّا وَأَنَا بِقَرْنِ الثَّعَالِبِ I did not recover from this, except I reached Qarnu Thaalib. Qarnu Thaalib is what is called, referred to as the miqat of the people of Najd from different parts of Makkah, from whichever direction they come, Miqat for where the Ihram or the Talbiyah is made. For the, for the people of Najd, approximately one day and one night's distance from Makkah, Mukarramah, is a place called Qarnu Thaalib. So from that direction, that is the Miqat for the people of Makkah, uh, for the people of Najd. Allah's Rasulullah says, when I reached Qarnu Thaalib, I raised my head and I saw, فَإِذَا أَنَا بِسَحَابَةٍ قَدْ أَظَلَّتْنِي I noticed that there was a cloud above my head that was shading me. I looked again and I saw in the center of this cloud Jibreel alayhi salam. Fanadani, Jibreel called out to me, Inna Allah ta'ala qad samia qawla qawmika laka wa ma raddu alayk. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, your Rabb has heard what your people have said to you and the manner in which they treated you. وَقَدْ بَعَثَ اللَّهُ إِلَيْكَ مَلَكَ الْجِبَالِ لِتَأْمُرَهُ بِمَا شِئْتَ فِيهِمْ In response to this, Allah Ta'ala has sent the angel of the mountains to you so that you may command him with whatever you want with regards to these people. فَنَادَانِي مَلَكُ الْجِبَالِ Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said then, the angel of the mountains addressed me, فَسَلَّمَ عَلَيَّ made salam to me, ثُمَّ قَالَ and then said, يَا Muhammad, that O Muhammad, إِنَّ اللَّهَ قَدْ سَمِعَ قَوْلَ قَوْمِكَ لَكَ Allah has heard what your people have said to you. وَأَنَا مَلَكُ الْجِبَالِ I am the angels, I am the angel deputed over the mountains. وَقَدْ بَعَثَنِي رَبِّي إِلَيْكَ لِتَأْمُرَنِي بِأَمْرِكَ And my Rabb has sent me to you to, so that you may command me with whatever you want. فَمَا شِئْتَ What do you desire? إِنْ شِئْتَ أَتْبَقْتُ عَلَيْهِمُ الْأَخْشَبَيْنِ If you want, I will crush upon these people the two mountains. Akhshaban, the word akhshab in Arabic refers to Jabalul Ghaliz. In other words, a huge and a firm and strong mountain. This refers to the two mountains on either side of Makkah Mukarramah. Jabal Abi Qubais and Jabal Ahmad. Names of the mountains Abu Qubais and Ahmad. Referring to these two mountains, the angel says that just give the command and I will bring these two mountains together as a result of which the people of Taif will be crushed forever. The compassion of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, one is 
to forgive and one is to overlook persecution and hardship that is meted out against one. The personality of Rasulullah was not just to forgive, but he would make dua for the perpetrators of the violence against him. In other words, from the heart he would wish their goodness. This is the akhlaq of nubuwat. And this is that akhlaq and character that caused like a magnet hearts of humanity to be attracted towards Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So faqala nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, not only did he refuse this offer of any punishment being meted out against the people of Taif, but there and then he said, بَلْ أَرْجُوا أَنْ يَخْرُجَ اللَّهُ أَنْ يُخْرِجَ اللَّهُ مِنْ أَصْلَابِهِمْ مَنْ يَعْبُدُ اللَّهُ وَحْدَهُ لَا يُشْرِكْ بِهِ شَيْئًا He made dua for them. And he said that I wish that if they don't accept, if they don't accept, if I, if I accede to your request and they are destroyed, then there is no possibility from even their progeny, people coming into Islam. So if hidayat is not destined for them, then it is my wish that Allah Ta'ala must take out from their progeny those who will believe in the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and who will not ascribe partners to Allah Ta'ala. This chapter Imam Nawi rahimahullah, Babul Af, chapter which deals with forgiveness. The chapter which deals with forgiveness and not being affected, turning away from the actions of the jahileen, from the actions of the ignorant ones. So as we mentioned, there is no greater example of this than the reaction of Rasulullah to what in the 23 years of Nubuwat was the hardest day. The greatest persecution was meted out against him by the people of Taif. We are talking about that personality who the people of Makkah when he was in Salah, would take the intestines of camels and place it on the back of Rasulullah so that he couldn't wake up from that sajda. They would sprinkle thorns in his path. They would fling stones against him in Mina. Weighed against all that, this day was the hardest day. And yet from the heart, Nabi Salaam says, that, Ya Allah, even if they don't accept, their progeny will accept Islam and come towards Islam. So do not harm them in any way. So from this is a great lesson that you and I have to learn of what the akhlaq of Rasulullah was and what our dealing should be with our fellow human beings. Allah give us tawfiq.